0: Let's let's start at the top. We're at uh, pod zero, 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 yeah. zero, zero, 0000013. Yes. Do you say 13 or 13? I say um I say one three. You obviously say thirteen. Go. Where do we have the recording? You I would or? say I would say thirteen Italian, but it seems to be escaping here. <laughs> Are we recording? Recording is here. Okay in the lower right. Right. Well, thank God! so what, were we, what, that, what are we 30. here to discuss I think it's trendy uh, the Italian, Grand-, trendy, the in- Italian Grand Prix tea. I'm going right. to move this back <laughs> a little bit the Italian Grand Prix was the last race Buona uh, let's, <laughs> let's a quick sponsor shout out I guess this is how we start need to start this off what, what are we brought to you yeah, what's, uh, what's our beer tonight Dale's Pale Ale made by Oscar Blue is Dale a man or a woman Oh. Because that could go either way. Good question. It's spelled D-A-L-E, and I almost adopted a dog with his name D-A-L-E, and it was a boy dog. Oh, I've heard, I've <laughs> wow. heard, of, I've heard of women. In my Dale. mind, Dale was a woman. Yeah, same. What? In my yeah. mind, Dale is a man. I don't I know a, a, a yeah. mother of a friend of ours growing up was named Dale. Dale. Yeah. Oh, two actually. Interesting. I can think of two. What, was she a transvestite? One, <laughs> oh, wow. One in high school and one in and growing up. <laughs> Didn't check under the hood per se. <laughs> so you know two <laughs> lady Dales. Yeah. I know. I know zero male Dales. So, oh. so I, know one, basis, I, I know one, but I just associated with. I know. I know a couple. Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> junior And Junior That's two yeah. Plus the dog That tips it Yep There it is Okay Okay. Was the dog spayed? <laughs> As Andrew said I didn't check Under the hood Do we have more um, Pretzels? Uh, <laughs> no We're not going to eat Pretzels on, uh, on it's, it's too noisy so, but I'll spo- feed you after Our other sponsor Is uh, Generic pretzel uh, and, they're, and they're cheddar actually, cheese They're not Schneiders of Hanover? They're actually the Whole Foods Pretzel Nuggets. Oh, ah, wow. lovely, lovely. Think the best. Somewhere. All right. So not, let's do a little so- roundtable. What's everybody been up to in the last two weeks here? Well, first, let's just not talk over each other. It's great be careful about that. You don't need to announce that to the, the fans. <laughs> the <your> listeners, know. <laughs> it's a little behind the scenes. <laughs> Making of the music. Fourth wall. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no one caught my hint, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, John here. What have I been up to? Let's see. Um, I was in Chicago for a weekend. Uh, what was the what was our long weekend? Was that Labor Day? Labor Day weekend. But a little golf. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> one round. Actually, didn't get two rounds in. Uh, and then I went to uh, Aunt Jeannie. You guys know Jeannie. Yeah, love Jeannie. Shout out. Her stepson recently got married uh, to a lovely girl. Uh, and they went down to the courthouse in Brooklyn um, where you guys were. Re- used to reside, so you know. I'm sure you know the courthouse well, inside and out. And they decided to have a little party in Chicago, so I went to that. Um, wow. And what else am I doing? Nothing really. Uh, may I ask, yeah. how did that work? Was it a nice, just kind of informal party, as just yeah. a regular party? So it didn't have all the pomp and circumstance of no. wedding. It... No, no, no. We that had, sounds. We had ideal. the Italian beef, jardiner oh. dip. Funnel. Uh, Funnel. Not Funnel. Dead, not tabacky, but uh, <laughs> you dip the jar- the beef. Um, we talked a bit about dress code for weddings last podcast. If you did, you apply the the advice to the. To the I, well, it wasn't that warm, so I was okay. But um, did you dance? There was not dancing. <laughs> okay. uh, so it was a really informal party, yes. like in a, just a hangout. It was a hangout. That's nice. There was college football on in one room. They had this gigantic basement bar area. Sweet. I, I think that should be the trend for weddings. Yeah. yeah. What low key get married, elope, what have you, go to the courthouse, and then just show, just have a party that, without all the, I'll pitch this to Liz, so yeah. short yeah. Yeah. it might be a little late for that. Yeah. Andrew, what have you been up to? Um, just getting settled in the new digs, so just got the couch, so now I can watch F1 races comfortably. Um, I also went to a wedding, as we discussed, it was a Jewish wedding, um, oh. cracked, stomped on the bottle, all that. You did. I did not. I yeah, didn't. I think I think that's someone else's job. You'd be infringing <laughs> on someone's role The there. groom stomped on it. One stomp, totally crushed. Um, I did talk to a father who said he was at a Jewish wedding the previous weekend, and the groom could not crack the bottle. Took him four tries. Do you call off the wedding? I think you might. Yeah. Uh, but it was a good time. A lot of fun. That's pretty much it. Rob? Uh, living the life of a dad, I went to the doctor with my nine-month-old son today. He's, uh, he's, he's growing uh, and presumably healthy. To a five foot what, eleven young man. What percentiles are we looking at? <laughs> he's 35th weight, 35th height, didn't get the head circumference percentile. Gigantic. All right. Not bad. C- improvement. Congrats. Uh, yeah. Improvement on both percentiles, so he's trending in the right direction. Uh and room for improvement. Yeah, that's the most important thing. No, you know, on I wanna, don't want him to get. His head's big enough. I don't need him to get a big head thinking he is. Right. This will uh, develop a little grit, I think. You know, it's always good. You need some yeah, he needs to be a scrapper. Yeah. You know who's a scrapper? You know who's short? Alonzo. Nice tie in. Also, uh, looking at a new job. Got, got an offer on that. So we're going to tie that up. Snaps to Rob. Put so, a bow on that. That's a bit, That's it. All right. Um, not much new for me. I went for two weddings at Labor Day weekend, which was lovely. Not much since football season started. Not a great start for a lot of us, both on teams and fantasy wise. So we'll just skip over that. Pretty terrible, actually. <laughs> Did you um, lose fantasy? Uh, not no, me. I won, to be, but, oh, yeah. but I didn't feel good about it. Um, so I watched the race in between those two weddings on Labor Day weekend. Impressive. Overall, I thought not a great race. I. I not many memories from it. I missed qualifying, so if someone else wants to lead off with kind of what happened, I saw a few Twitter updates that rain played a factor. So I'll take qualifying. Uh, I tried to watch it, and I think I did watch it on DVR for about two hours on Saturday. Uh, they replayed a lot of practice because it was pouring rain in Monza. Um, so I think it was ended up being delayed almost two and a half, or three yeah. hours or something. So I didn't actually yeah. watch qualifying. I watched. When qualifying was supposed to happen, and then for an hour after that, missed the actual taking place of qualifying. (laughs) So, so did anybody anybody catch qualifying? The actual uh, thing? uh, Not live. Okay, okay. But I watched it back. I just want to know how, what happened to the Red Bulls, what happened to Ferrari. It it seemed like a jumbled starting grid. So, let me just... It it was. Let's just... This is before penalties were put into account. Which I do want to discuss, but Hamilton was, got pole on his own, uh, right, followed by the two Red Bulls, Verstappen, then Ricardo, followed by Stroll, Ocon, the Mercedes, and then a couple of then the Ferraris were seventh and eighth. Um, so you know, very strong performance by the Red Bulls. I would say on a track that wasn't going to seem to be suited to them. No doubt coming but, in second and third. But where are the Ferraris? What happened? Andrew? No good explanation. They didn't right? have an answer. They didn't have the pace. That's wild. I So I also woke up early to watch it when it was supposed to happen, and I had other things to do, so I did miss it, yeah. One thing I've heard uh, my sources in the paddock say that <laughs> because there was so much rain on Friday, or Saturday morning... Um, and maybe Friday afternoon when Ferrari, they never got their setup right because, you know, they okay. do change the setup for the low yeah. force of Monza, and so Ferrari didn't, they made changes and they just didn't get it right, so they struggled, especially in qualifying, but when they got back onto dry on for race day, they had the second best pace, yeah, so. All right, I'm going to pull a little bit of, like, uh, what's the phrase I used to, eat? whatever, I'm going to, I'm going to ask, I forget the phrase, I'm going to ask, how could Ferrari get it so wrong? Their home track. Everybody knows Mons is a low downforce. Like, do we think it's just such a s- slim margin of error that any little mistake can get catch you off? Or because this is a huge discrepancy. They're seventh and eighth. That's a big drop. I think they choked. Big big stage. They choked. Oh, so it's not the car. It's the driver. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Hot take. I think they. I, I think they. They messed up. You know, they messed up the setup of the car, but then also the drivers couldn't drive in the wet. Sorry. So they couldn't drive in the wet, or they choked. What do you think? Which one do you think? About? They choked oh. in the wet. Oh. I don't think. <laughs> a, I don't think a four-time world champion choked in the wet. Be honest, it's been you know. a long time. What have you done for me recently? Maybe a little too much limoncello the night before. He doesn't drink anything. <laughs> <laughs> the guy has whole milk only. Is what he drinks. Yeah. He Brought it on race day, <clears throat> all right. Uh, so there were substantial grid penalties assessed to both Red Bulls, they had to change engine components or gearboxes or what have you. Uh, they went for stop and started outside the top 10. Ricardo was even worse. Stroll started on the front of the grid in P2, awesome. followed by Ocon. I mean, it was it was crazy to have those youngsters up there. That was, that that was, was awesome. Like, those youngsters. And then, then you had some fast cars at the back because of the penalties, the Red Bulls. So you saw some overtaking. Uh, in the wake of the race, there was a lot of bellyaching about the grid penalties, how it's unfair to the drivers that they get penalized for mechanical issues. But I, it's a team sport. And so I'd say, you know, live with it. Which drivers were complaining about that? Do they complain when not their car is awesome and getting them into first? Like what? What? What is that? It wasn't the drivers complaining. It was fans. It's a dumb. Complaint. Fans are stupid. Yeah. Fans are stupid. Confirmed. Um, All fourth. <laughs> not us though. Not us. that no, we're smart. <laughs> very, very, rationally buy not eighty dollars t-shirts. <laughs> Watch them it was Canadian. <laughs> okay. None of you are stupid. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Charlie just hacked up yeah. along. Can can we return what was that turn of phrase Charlie was trying to come up with? <laughs> I have no idea. I was trying to think of that. Devil's advocate was it? I think maybe. I, no. That, that wouldn't make sense either in that uh, context. Well, we'll figure it out one day. Okay. Um, so on to the race. Who wants to who wants to just Can you know, we all just say that uh, I think the race was a bit blackluster? I I would say my highlights and low light, I have a two two part, obviously. One the highlight Ricardo climbing up from whatever, 20th. He, he had some awesome passes on Force India. He passed Raikkonen. If he had a few more laps in him, I think he could have challenged Vettel for third. He looked awesome out there. So that's my highlight of the race. Low light, I have to give it to his teammate, Max Verstappen. Uh, I don't know where we put the blame on that collision with, what was it, Williams? Massa. Um, the- Massa, I'm not sure if it's his fault or Massa's fault, but he had a... He, Popped his tire. He had to come in for the pits. He dropped down and and never really recovered. Although he got one point, so that was my highlight and lo- low light other, in an otherwise pretty standard race. I thought. Yeah, I mean the the start was good. It's kind of like every lot of races. Start was good. Middle, was, yeah, you could sleep through it. And then uh, the ending I thought was really good with Ricardo. I mean nothing to do with the leaders, but I think the driving from Ricardo was great. I think uh, I placed all blame on Verstappen and these things going forward. He, uh, he needs to drive differently. He has to learn at some point that you can't ruin your day on lap one or two. So he's got to figure that out. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, the way Ric- uh, sorry Ricardo was driving was, was really inspiring, even, I would say. <sighs> it was really cool to watch. I think, I think Verstappen this year is kind of a lost year. I think he's going to regroup really well in the off season, come back and be awesome next year. But I think this year he's just – something's up. Every race is the same thing, and it's pretty tough to watch. So so my, my – on Verstappen, I do agree, you know, once, twice, three times, four times, five times, you know, maybe not his fault. But I think it's, he's at seven retirements at this point, and not all of them are – I mean, even the mechanical ones, I kind of say at some point, dude, it's maybe something you're doing to the equipment – but he is a very aggressive driver and i think he knows he's out of the drivers championship so he's going for wins and podiums and he's driving too aggressively and i think he needs to change the way he drives
1: mm. to,
0: to be a contender even for wins to put it back in a little perspective he is what still 19 so he can he can i think he can learn from this year and put that to really good use next year hopefully red bull car is a little bit better uh, i want to have a quick highlight for me of the race was um, Van Doren, the number two McLaren driver, qualifying Stoffel. Yeah, Stoffel, qualifying P10 on Monza. I mean, that's huge. Too bad they won't be using the Honda next power next year. But <laughs> Whoa, we'll get into that. Oh, spoiler. Uh, but, but downside, Hamilton Botas Vettel, in that order, is my least favorite podium possible in F1. I, I find it so boring that Mercedes yeah. dominates Hamilton's the top driver, and that Vettel takes their scraps. It's it's so predictable. It's it's my least favorite podium. I mean, it it, it wasn't even close. Like Vettel, like he never even had a shot. It was thirty seconds between it, Hamilton it, and Vettel. Embarrassing. It. Embarrassing. What if Grosjean was up there? That'd be worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no point. Um, one other race highlight for me was. Alonzo's verbal scrap with Julian Palmer. Yeah, uh, li- little fire in the belly for Alonzo, which was good to see. I mean, he's fighting for, I mean, not zero points, but he was so mad at Palmer, he's calling him out over the radio. So I like to see that. Yeah, that was funny when he asked, Where, "Where's Julian?" Because he, he retired. Oh, that was. Oh, that was good. That's become a meme now. Oh really? I mean, if if we get to hot in the streets, and you need me to explain what a meme is, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's 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 do a little preview of How the Streets. Is it meme or meme Mimi. It's meme. Okay. Interesting. All right, Just put What's on. That's the what you think. It's Rob's official answer. Okay. Official answer. Can't change. Do you it. want to talk any more about the results here? Uh, you want to do a? Do we have a quick update in the standings from uh yeah, nah, it's later? Okay. Okay. DNFs. Alonzo, Sorry. Well, Both McLarens. So so uh, Van Doren did have to. Drop out early for an actual technical reason. They pulled Alonzo in on the last lap because if you retire because of an issue, you're allowed to replace that issue oh, penalty free. So smart. they want to give him a new gearbox for same Oh, I didn't so they that. They said, you're not getting any points, retire. That's why you didn't hear Alonzo complaining. Wow. Uh, like, oh, you're very smart. Give me an answer. Very, very savvy. Very interesting. Yeah. Huh. So, same thing happened with Erickson, by and the d- way. But they don't have to prove what the issue was. They just say it was a gearbox, and they say, "Okay, you can replace the gearbox." Oh my gosh, that seems like a huge loophole. I like it because the teams that at, are at the back, they can, can, they can, they have more leeway to work on things. We don't want to punish these teams in the back more. I mean, mm-hmm. it makes sense to me. I agree. Yeah, but so why didn't Verstappen retire? He was out of the points. He got, he got a point. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. I mean, a point, but okay, a point. point's a point. So anything else we want to hit on from the race? Kind of some topics here. Um, we talked about uh, Verstappen, fake retirements. Uh, oh yeah, how about Hamilton, driver standings? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, echo what you guys said about the blame podium. I, I really hope we're not looking at Mercedes dominating for the rest of the year. I don't think we are, but... I think what made the beginning of the season so much fun and so exciting was that Ferrari is battling for not only points, but to win the races in the World Championships. So yeah, I think that makes it. Exciting. I was I was pretty down after this race because it kind of felt, beginning of the year, you guys saw how excited I was. I thought they were back. And afterwards, I was kind of just moping around the house. So I thought it was over. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think Ferrari may be uh, hurt or injured. I, I oh. think they're injured, to be honest. Oh, that hurts. And uh, also, they have the worst paddock outfits of any team. They do. It does not look those good. guys. They're not flattering. I just don't get that uh, Sergio or who's the leader. Yeah, whatever that guy's name is, he looks so fat in that thing. That's surprising that the Italians can't get a good yeah. tailor. Yes. Uh, so so I'm not that down on Ferrari um, for whatever reason. The last couple of years, their car has not been good on the high speed tracks, and nothing's higher speed than Monza. Uh, I think that they are going to have a big bounce back in Singapore, the next race. And what we were just talking about, I think, I don't know whether Mercedes, you know, trying to downplay expectations or what, but they are worried about even getting onto the podium. They're saying both Ferrari and Red Bull uh, are going to be better than them on the Marina Bay track. Yas Marina. Oh, sorry. Is Ferrari getting into this bad habit of starting the year pretty strongly and then... Not, not improving as much as all the other teams. They had that reputation from last year and maybe the year before. I don't think you see that this year. Well, we saw it one race after the break. So keep an eye on that. I'd say mm-hmm. no, no. Ferrari was very pleased <laughs> with their performance at Spa. Hmm. Yeah, I would keep an eye on it. Yeah, keep an eye. Keep your eye on it. Let's monitor that one. <laughs> all on. right. So uh, we're going to take a quick, quick break <laughs> from F1 to talk about something near. Oh. dear to the F1 newsletter. Who put this on? You might have seen some Twitter activity <laughs> or something, How dare you, Rob? <laughs> you so want to explain it? Explain it. Yeah, John, you, you take it. Alright, I'll tell explain you it. So, the topic, for those of you who can't see Andrew's uh, computer screen here, the topic is BC tailgating fiasco. Uh, so there, there was a slight fiasco. Uh, uh, with our tailgate, uh, we have a tailgate a few of us on the pod uh, pitch in on the tailgate, Rob is not one of them he will come to maybe one a year, he used to come to all of them but now he's a family man so he can't come but anyway, also I went to Colgate <laughs> yeah we have a lot of non-BC people tailgate, anyway um, so I was traveling all week get back from, uh, I'd land uh, from JFK International and I get, look at my inbox and there's an email saying that oh yeah by the way uh, change of policy. Uh, you need a a, a, a ticket, a, a ticket into the game to tailgate now, uh, which you did not need last year. Uh, so everyone's kind of freaking out. Everyone has to buy a ticket real quick. Not a problem for this game. Next game, very expensive tickets. Notre Dame domers. They're coming to town. We're going to stomp them. But uh, tickets <laughs> are very expensive. So a little bit of an up, uproar about this. Uh, Charlie, your take. Yeah, I think the way they handle it is extremely poor. And for those who don't know, BC football is horrible. Terrible. Uh, We haven't gone to a game in about a year and a half until last weekend when we went because we had to buy tickets. And they sell beer now. The policy is working. We went to the game. It's the way they handle it, sending it to us overnight, uh, selling our tailgate spot to us under different rules. So not very happy with BC. And also the game day staff is so rude they're so they're geared up for a fight as soon as you like say hello to them so it's an embarrassment i, I just have to think that they're shooting themselves in the foot long term when alumni are trying to kind of rally around the school and whether or not you go to the game going to a tailgate celebrating bc even if you're celebrating it mostly with beer rather than team spirit there's something to be said for that and uh, it I mean, the short term is we don't want our neighbors mad at us, so we're going to try and squelch the fun and really keep, rule this with an iron fist. But I think BC is really hurting their kind of long-term interest in school. Yeah, I mean, BC is stupid on a lot of fronts. Um, I think one of the best things was when Charlie got into the uh, team ops guy's face uh, as we were driving in. He was very rude to us. We showed up uh, a few minutes early. You know, God forbid, we show up early to something. And uh, the guy told us to basically beat it, get lost. He didn't care about our situation. And then Charlie uh, Charlie gave it to him. Oh, uh, let's hear more whoa, about whoa, this. Whoa. It was I, pretty good. I was very respectful about Yes, you were. I was very mad, but when I pulled up and he goes, oh, welcome back, or he didn't he didn't even recognize us. He was like, all right, pull in. You know where you're going. And I said, you know, you don't have to be so aggressive in how you talk to everybody. He goes, I wasn't aggressive. And I go, we we're here a little early. Like you can just tell us to go somewhere else. Try to give us suggestions of where we can wait. You don't have to be in your face. Like not everybody's looking for a fight. He he did not agree that he was yeah. aggressive, but he's a asshole. I thought I gave him something to think about. Well, a yeah. bit. <laughs> so Charlie just told us what he said in a very measured tone. Yeah, that it was, it was yeah. pretty yeah. controlled. That was accurate. It was very controlled. Very calm. Like, I had firm. We were there early, so I had five minutes to get all my expletives out and be pissed off, and then I went back and gave it to him in a very calm yes, tone. Yes, that, I agree with that. I agree with that. This is a guy who has a Patriots, um, a plate around his license plate, oh, sure. a little a Patriots <laughs> uh, oh, outline sure. around his license plate. So I think, I mean, that's that's a very diplomatic way to go about it. I think I would have shown up with my cell phone camera rolling asking him for his name (laughs) and employee (laughs) ID number and written a letter to whoever is in charge of your school and say, this is just an inappropriate way to be treating alumni who are here to celebrate who have not done anything yeah. wrong donating like, to a fund. Why are you why is this why are you creating an antagonistic relationship? Why is this employees behavior acceptable? I, I, mean, I would have thrown I would have tried to get this loser fired. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> he, seems harsh. He was a jerk but I I hope he keeps his job, I guess. I, I hope he dies, and I wasn't even there. <laughs> oh, Every everybody, <laughs> everybody at BC is this aggressive around tailgates. They're so sensitive about it. So I, I think that letter, well, may have been a good idea. It would have fallen on deaf ears. I think I just don't understand why they can't address specific tailgates that have issues. You, Everyone have a, has a numbered spot. If there's one that's out of control, go and address that spot. Yes. Agreed. And I I, fire, I fired off multiple tweets at the new athletic director expressing my displeasure. No response. To th- today, I have not gotten a response yet, but I, you better sit down. S- couple of, I want to wrap this up. but yeah. So I don't think tweets really demand a response. I think if you write a, even an email and say, I, I look forward to hearing back from you, that kind of you have a better expectation of response. Is this really the athletic director's purview? I would yes. go to... Yeah. Rest- yeah. I, but but does he feel the pain? I would go to the head of the school and say, this, is a, this affects me as a giver to the school, as a booster of the school going forward. I think that's... Hit him in their pocketbook. No, Leahy doesn't want... I think Leahy is anti-Division 1 sports overall. Yeah. I think Leahy would be like, all right, fine. Cool. No tailgates. That would do wonders for BC if yeah. they didn't have Division 1 sports. Jesus. So, let's move on. Too fired up. up, Too fired up. Oh man, so triggered. I want to punch this guy in the face. (laughs) (laughs) He's also he's a they they subcontract this out, so he's not actually a BC employee. I can picture exactly who this meathead is. Yeah, (laughs) he's a cop during the week. He thinks Tooke is God's gift to Earth. I didn't want to say it, but we all know who it is. Yeah. F one back to F one. Let's get back to F one. A happier topic. All right, uh, F1 updates. So, this is a big, this is a huge, huge topic. Breaking huge. news as of today. Yep. It, and it's not confirmed is yet, it, right? Yeah, is yeah it, it, was, official? it was confirmed today. Oh, because I read Wait, wait. By who? As of four hours ago, I, I read it from uh-huh. a reputable source in the past. All right, you take the lead then. Oh. Oh, may I? I'd like to hear your download, but everything I read today, few, less than four hours ago, was that. All parties are waiting to officially announce so they can do it together so no one looks bad at this. Oh, all right, fine. That may be the case. No, okay. So you're saying it's unofficially official? Yeah. you Offici- fake news It's, it's officially fake unofficial. Fake news to us? Oh, my All right, God. so I'm going to give you... Uh, Rob was doing fake news yesterday. I'm going to give you all the rundown here. Uh, Carlos Sainz, Toro Rosso driver, has repeatedly tried to get better rides, and his bosses have come down on him most notably before the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, and said, you have a contract, you ain't going nowhere, buddy. Carlos Sainz is going to Renault, the yellow liveried car. Yes. Because Renault, they make their own works car, and now they have a new real serious competitor in McLaren who's going to ditch the Honda engine and take the Renault engine. So Renault said well if we're going to have a new competitor we want something to sweeten the deal for us. The sweetener is Carlos Sainz Jr. Uh, McLaren, uh, Honda is going to stay in F1. They are going to go to Toro Rosso because Toro Rosso is giving its Renault power engine supply to McLaren. Alonzo is going to stay with McLaren because they're getting a non-Honda engine so next year we can expect to see Renault versus McLaren versus Red Bull all running the Renault engine it's gonna be a show so I'd like to get into the pros and cons for each party so I'll start and I'll start with the Toro Rosso Red Bull paddock I think this is big time plus for them they, they not necessarily get rid of signs, but they don't have to worry about his malcontent issues anymore. They pick up Honda, which is gonna be obviously a a downgrade in the near term, but I think it has so much potential for the overall team, both Toro Rosso and Red Bull down the future, to have single access to Honda if they get it together. So, con, maybe slight downturn in the meantime, but I think this is a big move for them. Anybody else wanna take Renault or McLaren? I love the move to be honest. I think it's great for F1. I think it's great for uh, McLaren. Uh they're going to compete big time with Red Bull. So, uh it's going to be great to see Alonso versus Ricardo. Come on. So, I think it's good for Renault uh, even though they have to now compete compete with McLaren. Uh Julian Palmer sucks and now they have a good second driver in Carlos Sainz. And I'm not sure that they were ever going to have Kubica or any other good driver, so they might even be getting signs this year, 2017, for the remainder of the season. I think it's a good short-term uh, and long-term for Renault, and I think obviously McLaren can't just can't have another crappy year. It's a storied, storied constructor, and so they're gonna—they don't have the great upside of being sole sole recipient of Honda power. Like maybe Honda does get good in 2019, but. Uh, McLaren will at least be somewhat competitive in the next three years and then the engines are all going to be up for grabs in 2021 yeah so I think potential downsides McLaren yeah you could miss out on the Honda potential when and I also think you right now you don't have a championship winning engine either so no I think it was telling in their comments when they signed with Honda they were talking about world championships now they're talking about getting podiums Mm -hmm. from McLaren's perspective so that's a downgrade and then, forgotten part about Red Bull and, and you mentioned for Renault, you have a big challenger now, either. So, no. I think it was telling in their comments when they signed with Honda, they were talking about World Championships, now they're talking about getting podiums with, no. from McLaren's perspective, so that's a downgrade. And then, forgotten part about Red Bull and, and you mentioned for Renault, you have a big challenger now in McLaren. They have a competent, competent engine, I think they have a great chassis, they, they could chassis. be taking your points, eating your lunch. Oh. I think it's good for F one. Why? Do, why, yeah. why do we all discount the chance that Renault gets good? Um, you and then know, McLaren they, gets good. No, Renault. The Renault engine. Like why? Just do, they um, could. I mean, they but have the chassis you, sucks. They have the story. They have the story. They've won the world championship before. I think it's just they. They seem so far behind. I know Ferrari made a big jump last year. They just. I, I think that's why it but just seems far behind. Couldn't. Couldn't Red Bull or McLaren challenge for the wins if the Renault engine is good enough? Yeah. Oh no, I think they will. Yeah, but I, I think the Renault works team, their chassis is garbage. I think currently. Yeah. McLaren Red Bull chassis is probably better than Ferrari, better than Mercedes. So why? Yeah. do I agree with what Charlie just McLaren, said about McLaren. They they have they have like the best people working on their chassis. Mercedes has the best chassis. No, they have the best. No, <laughs> Wild they don't. Tank. They have yes. the best engine. No, they have the best. <laughs> it Everything. goes hand in hand. Do you need the chassis to be working in perfect harmony with the power unit? That's why they're so good. That's why Mercedes is at the top. Okay, that's mine. Agree, base. disagree. Okay. I also heard McLaren say that they were excited to be competing for a podium, and I think that they might be selling themselves short because if Renault improves the power unit, they could be competing for the win. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's fair. All right. Is there is there any more big news we need to discuss? That's the big. That's the bombshell for the for Um, this inter race pod. I don't think so. Okay. So upcoming uh, quick hot in the streets. It's a really quick one. It'll be fun. I want to go around the table. Uh, We'll start with Rob. Good. Perfect. Is Snapchat dead? Yes or no? And give me a little extra. Okay, you, yes. And do you have Snapchat on your phone? Yes, it is dead. And here's why. <laughs> I, I got on the Snapchat <laughs> you did? earlier this summer. The Snapchat. <laughs> and and I, I and I did a social media purge in August. I didn't do any social media in August. And I don't have any desire to go back to Snapchat in, in like, I don't need pictures of people, like, with cat ears on their head. That, that just doesn't add to my life. It's just garbage. But <laughs> well, you're itching it that on Facebook, aren't I'm, you? I am back He's on, on Facebook. Facebook. He's on Facebook. And I'm back on Twitter, too, because I use Twitter for hyper-local news. Those things were <laughs> voids in my life that I think will continue. Uh, so they're alive. Snapchat, I mean, if... if I don't know. You guys can talk about what the value is. I think it's stupid. Value. Garbage. Value add. August. Now that you say it, August was a really nice month for all of us. You know, just calm <laughs> around us. here. It's like any any uh, ambulance goes down the street. Rob's on Twitter trying to figure <laughs> out what's going on. Plus, running out the door like he's gonna save save on. So I. So my take. Are we going around there? Yeah, on the? Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah. So <laughs> I have Snapchat on my phone. I enjoy it. However, I think that Snapchat is dead. And it's being killed by the Instagram story, which now seems like everybody is going to Instagram stories and they're getting away from Snapchat. However, I think Instagram it doesn't have the bunny ears, which Rob just made yeah, fun. <laughs> it doesn't have the hot dog. Yeah, no hot dog, <laughs> no bunny ears. How can it win without that? Go I for I it. couldn't agree more with you, Andrew. I think Instagram is eating Snapchat's lunch, and they're one step away. Just give me those bunny ears. Give me the hot dog. Then yeah, it's done. Give me, give me something new that everybody will be uh, taking a screenshot of. Great. I am on Snap. Okay? I'm on Instagram. I'm on Snapchat. I'm on everything. I don't think Snapchat is dead. Instagram, you can't have the... Unless I, I'm missing something, you can't have the direct Snap to someone on Instagram. True. Is that true? True. That is true. It just goes to your story and then people hit it and that's it. Snap, you can send a, like a direct message. That's what's good about Snap. So the teenagers love it for that reason probably. And, and like and adults who don't want to send a whole... Sh- Remember Wait. when Carolyn snapped me with her disapproval me? of, of oh my oh, violin playing? I snapped you what? Of my, her disapproval of my <laughs> violin playing. Yes, I agree. Yes. Yes. As a I agree, John. That's an important <laughs> factor. The, the direct snaps is... Here's how I also know Snapchat is dead. The older generation's on it. Oh. Well, that's good, on that part. didn't kill Facebook. Yeah. Oh, Facebook is dead. Yeah. yeah. Facebook is well, Facebook, is Facebook owns Instagram. Ask, so. ask their revenue. This is hot in the streets. Facebook is dead for the young people. People young yes. kids don't go true. Let me let me have the closing word here too. <laughs> Please. I hate Instagram also. <laughs> Why? Are you kidding? Instagram's great. would I care about something like that?
1: <laughs> I All right. I think Instagram's
0: great. <laughs> Let's move on to the upcoming race. We have Singapore this weekend. Very exciting. Woo! Yas Marina, Marina Bay. I don't know are those do those mean the same? I <laughs> think they translate to the same. Andrew, is- Andrew, do your best uh, Singapore impersonation. Yes, Marina. No, that's not that. Oh, that's it's not usually it. a little more offen- <laughs> it's usually a little more offensive than that. But uh, we'll. see. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so coming into Singapore, just a quick update on the standings. Hamilton has taken the lead because Vettel didn't come in second. If Vettel had come in second, they would be tied right now. But Vettel came in third. Hamilton's in the lead. Vettel's three points behind him. Botas is a pretty distant third, 41 points behind Hamilton. Uh, uh, I think it's a two-man race at this point. That, was, that was zero to sixty in two seconds, right there. I take constructors championship. Mercedes is in front. Ferrari is sixty-two points behind. Mm. That is achievable if you know Mercedes has a couple DNFs and gets zero points, and Ferrari has like a two-three or a one-three. Red Bull nipping on their heels. Red Bull's a distant third, two hundred and twenty-three points back. I'd say it's again two horse race. Uh, Racing horse race, maybe. Who wins yes. this weekend? Red Bull Ferrari. or Ferrari? Ferrari? Ferrari. Red Bull. I think Ferrari takes it. I'm going Vettel for uh, Ferrari. I'm going Rick. I love Bull. I love Red Bull, but it's great to hit hey, Ferrari. That's a win. Mm. Give, him the, give him the points right now. Okay. It's going to be a great one. Okay. So uh, we're talking, we, we might uh, gather around in the old, the, the new, the, the new old, the new, the new to me. What time is this race? It's an 8 a.m. Race. race, it's nighttime in Singapore. Is that how time zones work? Yep. So we should turn the lights <laughs> off and whatnot? And try to get I'll make breakfast. If strobe lights. It comes. Yeah. yeah. Actually, right. no, it could be brunch Cool. <laughs> <laughs> You'll make coffee. Uh, that's, that's probably it, huh? All right, so should we sign <laughs> off here? Uh, Any closing thoughts? You got a few missed. Yeah, yeah, I got a few minutes gab. Riff it. Uh, Big game this weekend for BC, which I had to buy tickets for. I just, I really I just purchased mine. How much? 70 bucks not so bad what'd you buy yours for? I haven't bought yet I'm holding out the Hold prices up. are going down, down, down let me say I cannot go to the tailgate and celebrate BC because I don't have interest in paying $70 to drink beer that I also had to pay for what if I give you free beer? yeah no, and free food. that's not the deal breaker um, I'm not paying $70 to stand in a field I'll tell you that. It's, not, it's a... It's a paved. Yeah, it's, a paved. it's paved. We have a paver. That doesn't change the... <laughs> and you <laughs> could go watch the Domers play, you know? you know? You have an excuse for everything, don't you? Yeah, have, it's going to be a big game. Uh, I don't think it's a blowout like last week, but who knows. Yeah, where Are we going to stay for the whole thing? Do we think that Notre Dame is noticeably weaker than Wake Forest? Oh. They're much better than Wake Forest, so why wouldn't it be a think the I think the they emotional, rebound. I think they the emotional here. factor. I don't know. It's the Wells Remy Crowther game. Yeah, go. It's not the Wells Remy Crowther game. That was my whole point. They're it's doing Karen's that weekend, game in like right? late October, which doesn't make any sense. BC is so, so stupid. So can we just Remy Wells Remy Crowther is the red bandana guy. BC graduate, renowned, like just a civilian saved countless lives. Nine Eleven, running up and down the. Yeah. People kept survivors kept saying like, this guy in the red bandana came back up and saved me. Unbelievable. Read the story. It's a truly yeah, good story. Yeah. Watch the ESPN video. It's a tear-jerking story. They celebrate uh, him every year in September, and this year they've pushed it back to late October. Good they job, BC. have to make this Good stand, job, the red BC. BC. September 11th, you know, hero. Well, I'm getting back on Twitter. I'm going <laughs> to AD more. That is ridiculous. So, the AD looks like he's 12 Why 12. don't you just try and change your transcript so you graduated from Colgate? <laughs> <laughs> That that would be a new low for me. (laughs) All right, good stuff. Uh, I tell people to listen. Thanks. (laughs) And in a high note, I hit end here. Yeah. I'm out. Crash! Somebody hit me in the rear, turn two, and then somebody hit me in the rear again in turn three. For sake, honestly, what the are we doing here?